welcome to the HomicideCanada.com uh, podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host and producer, Tammy. Uh, today, we're doing the uh, Homicides of Canada in June 2023 episode, where we're going to go through all the, ho- like, well, we'll go through a lot of the homicide statistics for June in Canada, and also we'll mention some of the more noteworthy homicides and then some updates on some previous homicides uh, in the past. Um, yeah, and so besides the, the podcast, we also have a website, homicidecanada.com. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, we have the, pretty much every murder in Canada we try to get. Um, we got an email address, info at homicidecanada.com, and you can message us if we get a mur- missed a murder. Uh, we also have provincial and municipal pages for the bigger cities and that. So if you want to know how many homicides and who has been killed in your city, you can go there, like, say, Toronto, and check that out. Uh, we got some year-to-date stats. Oh, geez. Uh, sorry, I've got my notes here, and I... Somehow managed to go all the way to the end. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so for year-to-date homicides in Canada, this is actually August 1st. We're a bit slow recording this. Uh, there's 328 uh, males that we know of, 211 females, 87. Um, and that projects out to a total of 562 uh, for that's all of 2023. And that compares to what we got last year, which was 739 in 2022. So that's a really big decrease. Um, yeah. The one thing I'll say is the year goes on, and even into next year, we'll find some homicides that we missed, definitely, but not that many. So, yeah, seems like a big decrease. And even if you look at the provinces and the cities in that, you can tell, like, some of them are, like, way down from what they were last year in that. So, yeah, things are looking pretty good compared to last year, and uh, I think even in the year before in that. So, so let's see here. Okay, uh, we also have uh, some Canadian stats. So, the annualized murder rates per 100,000 for the, the Canadian provinces. So... As in most years, Manitoba's out in front and by a lot, uh, 4.98 per 100,000 over the year projected. Uh, Saskatchewan is in second. That's usual as well with 3.93, more than 1.0 back. And then then Alberta, 2.21, so a big drop. Then BC, 1.92. Newfoundland, fifth, 1.68. Nova Scotia with 1.24. Then Ontario with 1.22. New Brunswick with 0.88. Quebec way down with 0.6, and PEI has zero because they haven't had a murder yet. So um, good for them, although obviously they don't have a lot of people. Uh, Okay, and now the big cities uh, that we cover. Um, So Edmonton is out in the lead with 4.24. That is not usual. Like, obviously, they often have a a lot amongst the big cities. But uh, the second-place city, Winnipeg, with 3.89, is usually the one way out in front. So... Yeah, that's impressive for Winnipeg. They seem to have a lot less, fewer homicides than last year. Uh, Then, surprisingly, third is Vancouver, the city of Vancouver, with 2.33. Then Regina with 2.27. Toronto with 2.27. Sorry, somebody's calling me from Shanghai. I don't (laughs) think I'm going to answer that. Uh, Okay, uh, yeah. So Toronto, 2.27. Hamilton with 1.81. Montreal with 1.75. Ottawa with 1.52. Calgary with 1.44. Uh, Mississauga with 1.19. And Brampton with 1.04. And then Halifax with only uh, 0.78. So good year for Halifax, it seems. Yeah. Okay, the June homicide stats. There were a total of 59 homicides in June 2023 compared to 63 last year. So that's a decrease of 6%. Um, there was 43 male victims, 13 females, and three still unknown. 
Okay, let's go through the youngest and oldest victims that we know of for this month. Um, so the oldest was 61-year-old Bentley Bemong, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not, in Esterhazy, Saskatchewan. I'm not 100% sure about that city as well. <laughs> uh, so Esterhazy <coughs> RCMP received a request to conduct a wellness check in an adult male at a rural residence in the northeast of their detachment area on June 18th. Uh, on arrival, police located 61-year-old Bentley Baumong of Calder, Saskatchewan, deceased. His cause of death has not been released. On June 19th, police arrested 48-year-old Curtis Sokolowski in Russell, Manitoba, in relation to the death. Uh, he has been charged with uh, second-degree murder and indignity to a body. Um, I guess he tried to move it or bury it, or, or yeah, that's what know. usually happens, but uh, we're not 100% sure. Okay, and then for youngest, there's two cases where it, the victim might be two years two years old so there were two boys who were killed in prince rupert in a prince rupert bc triple homicide um prince rupert rcmp responded to a report of four individuals being found deceased in a home on the 100 block of silversize drive on june 13 2023 at 9 p.m uh, police said they were in the early stages of a homicide investigation at this time police do not believe there are any outstanding suspects and also believe there's no further risk to the public uh, according to P Global News, the deceased are Chris Dong, his partner Janet Nguyen, and their two small children. I guess one of them was around two. And police have not released who the perpetrator was. So, yeah, they're saying it's a triple homicide. That obviously means a murder-suicide. Yeah, we're we just not sure. We're not sure. Uh, but it wasn't the kids. Yeah, it wasn't the kids, I wouldn't think. And then, um, yeah, the only thing I'll say is usually there's a lot more male murder suicides yeah. than female perpetrated ones so i don't know but i don't know i don't we don't know in this case yeah so we don't know we're just telling the stats and we may never know and we may never know um and so there's also an ongoing investigation the suspicious uh, suspicious death of a two-year-old boy in island lake um do you know what province that is or uh no okay <laughs> uh police said a two-year-old male was taken to the local nursing station in medical distress where he died of his injuries on june 2nd uh police said the death is considered suspicious and is being investigated by island lake rcmp rcmp major crime services and the rcmp forensic identification unit okay uh let's go on to the provincial totals of homicides in june uh in 2023 uh so ontario in first place, the most populous province with 17, then Alberta with 10, uh, BC with 10, uh, Saskatchewan with 8, Manitoba with 7, Quebec with only 4. Uh, that is the second most populous province. Uh, so you can kind of tell why Quebec often has such low murder rates. Uh, then I guess it's the Northwest Territories and New Brunswick with one each. Then Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, Nunavut, PI, and the Yukon Territory all had zero homicides in June. So Island Lake is in... Manitoba. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cities with more than one homicide. Toronto had six, Winnipeg had three, Prince Rupert had three, but that was the triple okay, murder-suicide. Yeah. Uh, Calgary had two, Edmonton had two, Hamilton had two, Kelowna had two, that was the double homicide. Montreal had three, Ottawa had two, they were both in the same neighborhood, but they're not connected, apparently. Uh, Satellite Saddle Lake Cree Nation had two, and they're not connected, but they were on the same day. Isn't that kind of cra crazy? Because yeah. isn't Satellite, well, I would have guessed Satellite, Saddle Lake Cree Nation <laughs> cannot have that many people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. I kept saying Satellite, too. <laughs> um, Sandy Bay Ojibwe First Nation had two, also not connected. Oh, wow, okay. Weird. Yeah. And Saskatoon had two. 
So murders by type, there were 22 shootings, six stabbings, four baitings, two other, and 24 unknown or unreleased at this time. Okay, so as percentage of what we know, the shootings, there's a lot of shootings. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, now we're into the part of the podcast where we're going to go some of the more noteworthy murders that happened in June. Um, all right, this one is probably the most, well, it depends. Uh, Francesco del Balzol, Balzo, Balzo uh, was fatally shot in Montreal's West End. Um, Montreal police were called a report of a shooting in a parking lot near the Monster Gym on June 5th at around 1 p.m. Uh, police and paramedics arrived to find a 53-year-old man shot in the upper body. Uh, police at the time did not rec uh, release the identity of the deceased. However, several outlets identified him as organized crime figure Francesco del Balzo. He was pronounced dead at the scene um, as so far far no arrests have been made and so who is Francesco del Balzo? So Antonio Nicasso, an expert on organized crime and a lecturer at Queen's University, described him as a senior member of the Rizzuto crime family during the le leadership of Vito Rizzuto. How after, uh, sorry, however, after Rizzuto's death, del Balzo became entangled in conf conflicts with the organization as he sought to expand his own influence and power. According to Correre Italy, he was the boss, part of the Sicilian branch, um, they added that Del Balzo had already escaped previous ambushes and tried to leave the country to reach Italy. Um, Del Balzo had allegedly allied himself with the Hells Angels to conquer new sections of the market, well, quote-unquote market, uh, a maneuver that has increased tensions in the battle between the networks that have global branches. Um, police also suspect Del Balzo was behind the attempted murder um, of Leonardo Rizzuto, the son of the late mafia boss Vito Rizzuto, back in March. So... Yeah, it seems like, yeah, Montreal, there is some stuff happening with the mob there, so. Yeah, a lot more than previous years, but I guess if you're, if you're in the crime, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Okay, the murder of Teresa Taysap in Saskatoon. Saskatoon police were dispatched to a weapons call at a residence in the 300 block of Avenue H South on June 10th at 1.22 p.m., on arrival, police located an injured 35-year-old woman. Officers and EMS attendants began life-saving measures, and the female was transported to the Royal University Hospital where she died of her injuries. Police announced on June 11th that two females, aged 42 and 37, had been charged with second-degree murder. According to CBC, Telsa Morin and her co-accused, Linda Sutherland, appeared in court on June 12th before Judge Bruce Bauer and were formally presented with a second-degree murder charge. Telsa Morin told the judge it was an accident and that the shotgun wasn't aimed at Taysap. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. On June 27th, Saskatoon police said they're searching for two suspects, Jaden Faith Morin and Tanya Faye Desjarlais. On June 28th, Tanya Faye Desjarlais was arrested without incident in Saskatoon and is facing a charge of manslaughter. And on July 11th, the fourth and final person wanted in connection to the homicide was arrested. With the assistance of the SPS Guns and Gang Unit, 20-year-old Jaden Faith Morin was arrested and charged with manslaughter as well. But that's, that's kind of, I don't know, like you're adults and you're playing with a gun and you're saying it's not... I don't know, yeah. Obviously it was pointed at yeah. her because she got shot, right? And it's like a shotgun, like, I don't know, like... Yeah, know. that's you a don't, You don't want to play around thing. too much with a shotgun because, like, it's got a pretty wide area in that. Yeah. So, um, so, it, so the, the victim and are all accused women then, or...? 
Everyone's a woman. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's not unusual. That's a little unusual gender-wise, but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So all right. Um, on to the next one. Eighty-three-year-old uh, Bernard Melvin Devoe was charged in relation to the murder of, of a woman in Mont, Mont Tremblant. Uh, Quebec Provincial Police were called to a home on St. Ross Street in Mont Tremblant on June 11th at approximately 12:30 a.m. Uh, on arrival, police located a 50-year-old woman suffering from serious injuries consistent with a shooting. Uh, the victim was rushed to hospital in critical condition where she died of her injuries. According to reports, the victim was shot in the head while she was sleeping. Uh, Bernard Melvin DeVoe, 83, who uses a wheelchair and had no criminal record, was initially charged with attempted murder. However, when the victim died, his charge was upgraded to second-degree murder. Uh, police have not confirmed whether or not there is a connection between the accused and the victim. But reports have have uh, identified the victim as Melbida DeVoe, who met Bernard in the Philippines, and the pair married in 2019. So, yeah, that is a little yeah. bit unusual. Like, we don't have too many. This, I'm wondering if this is, like, the oldest homicide accused this year for us? Or it could be. Like, 83 years yeah. old, um, using a wheelchair, um, shooting her in the head while she was sleeping. What I find interesting about that somewhat is that he was charged with second-degree murder, but I have to feel that if you take a gun and shoot someone that when they're sleeping, like, that's got to be premeditated. Like, y you, you just don't accidentally, think. like, shoot someone in the head when they're sleeping, so. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if it's, like, I mitigating a circumstances or something, but that just seems a little odd to me, but. Yeah, I think it's strange, too. But, yeah, I'm not surprised that Crown's not charging with first-degree murder because it seems pretty rare, but. I don't know. But like then sometimes <laughs> there's charges for first-degree murder that you're like, really? Yeah. No, because so if it's knows? in a fight or something. So, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. This seems odd. Like, I don't know. Somebody's sleeping. Like Maybe it's because he's old. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I know, don't know. So Three men have been charged in the homicide of Jacob Bright in Dieppe, New Brunswick. Kodiak Regional RCMP responded to a report that a man had been shot at a residence on Lewis Street in Dieppe on June 25th at approximately 10 p.m., on arrival, police and paramedics located a 26-year-old man suffering from gunshot wounds. He was rushed to hospital where he died of his injuries, and the victim was later identified as Jacob Wright. Police believe the incident to be targeted and the man's death is being investigated as a homicide, said Corporal Stephanie S. Kuehler of the New Brunswick MCM RCMP. This is also believed to be an isolated incident, she said. On June 27th, police announced that Brandon Patrick LeBlanc appeared in Moncton Provincial Court and was charged with first-degree murder. On July 5th, at approximately 12.20 p.m., as part of an ongoing investigation, members of the New Brunswick RCMP Major Crimes Unit arrested 41-year-old Adam Robichaud from St. John. And on July 6th, Robichaud appeared in Moncton Court by way of telerimand and was charged with first-degree murder. Um, he was remanded into custody and scheduled to return to court on July 13th. On July 20th, Kyle Smith Kingsley was charged with first-degree murder, and he's scheduled to appear in Moncton Provincial Court on July 21st. And please ask anyone who has any information that may help further in the investigation to contact Major Crimes at 1-888-506-7267. All right, so they were charged with first-degree murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, Hamilton homicide number five. Uh, police arrested Daryl Buckle in relation to the homicide of a 60-year-old, two-year-old mother, Jackie Buckle, at a Duran neighborhood apartment. 
Uh, Hamilton police were called to a building on Herkimer Street between Park Street South and McNabb Street South on June 26th at approximately 5 p.m. Uh, police tweeted at 7.26 that the victim is an adult female. Uh, one suspect is in custody. And then the police updated that they located 62-year-old Jacqueline Buckle of Hamilton absent of vital signs. Uh, the woman was transferred to the hospital where she pronounced deceased. Uh, her 34-year-old son, uh, Daryl Buckle, um, has been arrested for first-degree murder and will be appearing in court the morning of June 27th. Uh, police are continuing to hold the scene and are not s seeking additional suspects in this investigation. Anyone with information are, is to call Detective Jurgenti at 905-546-3874. Uh, I guess we've kind of heard that this is like the, the suspect had like mental health problems and that, so. Yeah, I guess... We heard that his brother died like a year ago, and I guess his dad also died as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. And I think that his mother used to work for the city, so it seems yeah. like a lot of people in our inner circle know these people. Okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it seems like in Hamilton, but like also across the country, yeah, there's been a fair amount of these um, child killing their parents murders and that yeah I guess. so like i guess the what was the guy from teenage head um yeah uh gord lewis yeah and his son he was killed by his son in that was and there was another family um also downtown yeah. they had a store in the mall yeah and yeah, they, yeah and these were all mental health related in that too yeah that, so Okay, two teens have been charged in relation to the fatal stabbing of a 17-year-old male following a concert in Winnipeg. Winnipeg police were called to the report of a fight that broke out in the Graham Avenue and Fort Street area on June 17th at approximately 10.30 p.m. Police reported that a fight escalated and a 14-year-old male stabbed a 17-year-old male multiple times. A 15-year-old female also became involved. Investigators discovered that after leaving a concert downtown, the victim intervened in a confrontation and was stabbed by the suspect, not believed to have been attending the concert. On arrival, police located the 17-year-old male victim suffering from serious injuries. He was transported by ambulance in critical condition where he died of his injuries on June 21st. A 14-year-old has been charged with second-degree murder and detained in custody, and the 15-year-old female is facing the following charges, and she has been released, um, assault with a weapon times two. So anyone with information is asked to call the Major Crimes Unit at 204-6219 or Crime Stoppers at 204-786-8477. Uh, uh, do we know what concert it was? Yes, we do. It okay. was Boogie with a Hoodie. Okay. Also right. played... In Hamilton. Oh, wow. Okay. See, uh, I assume he's a rapper then? Yeah. Okay. All right. On to the next one. Uh, another uh, killing of a parent by a child. Uh, Alex, uh, also known as Jing Ying Al, uh, was killed by her son in Calgary. Uh, Calgary police were called to the 1400 block of 29th Street Northwest for reports of a deceased woman on June 30th at approximately 3.30 a.m., uh, on arrival, police located the deceased woman and took one man to custody at the scene. Uh, on July 5th, an autopsy was completed, and the victim was identified as Alice uh, Al, 56, of Calgary. Her cause of death has not been released. Uh, Alice's son, Alex uh, Zhu, uh, 20, was charged with secondary murder. Uh, anyone with information about this incident is asked to contact police by calling 403-266-1234. Uh, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, 
should probably look at the percentage of murders that are like um, child parent yeah. killings and that. So. Yeah, I wonder. Okay. The integration integrated homicide investigation team investigates a fatal shooting of a man in Halfway Bay, B.C. The ITIH has reported that a man was located suffering from gunshot wounds in the 800 block of Birchway near the Sunshine Coast Highway in Half Moon Bay at 3.38 a.m. on June 22nd. Despite life-saving efforts, the victim was pronounced at the scene. Two suspects were identified at the scene and taken into custody. The victim has now been identified as Gregory Roy Sullivan, 56 years old, of Schlett, B.C.? Constable Esther Tupper said, we are asking anyone with information about this incident to please contact IHIT immediately. We believe this is an isolated incident and there is no continuing risk to the public. Anyone who saw the shooting or has dash cam footage in the area between 3 and 4 a.m. is asked to contact the IHIT tip line at one 551 Okay, uh, the next one, uh, Rebecca Marina Flett is wanted in relation to the homicide of Fallon Johnson in Winnipeg. Uh, so another Winnipeg one. Uh, Winnipeg Fire Paramedic Service responded to a medical incident in the 100 block of Henry Avenue on June 26th at approximately 9.20 a.m. Uh, on arrival, police located Fallon Johnson, 28, of Winnipeg, deceased inside one of the suites. Uh, she was transported to hospital and an autopsy was conducted. Her death was, has been deemed a homicide. As a result of the police investigation, police announced that Rebecca Marina Flett, 40, of Winnipeg, is one in connection with this incident and is believed to be evading police. Uh, Flett is described as follows. Indigenous, uh, approximately 5'4 in height, approximately 160, medium build, long brown hair, length and color may have been altered. Uh, there's a photo on our website. Uh, anyone with information regarding Flett's whereabouts or about the incident is asked to call the homicide unit at 204-986-6508. Okay, Peel Police investigate the fatal shooting of Shahid Todd in Mississauga. Peel Police responded to a shooting in the area of Oakwood Avenue South and Juanita Road on June 21st at approximately 8.30 p.m. On arrival, police located two people suffering from gunshot injuries. 25-year-old Shahid Todd was pulled from the lake. He was pronounced deceased at the scene. A 19-year-old woman also sustained injuries, however, she's expected to recover. Police said they believe this was a targeted incident and there's no risk to public safety. According to reports, a man by the same name was charged with attempted murder back in 2020. And anyone with information on this incident is asked to contact police at 905-453-2121, extension 3205. So... Crime will follow you, I guess. Yeah, I guess We're back so, yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So let's see this one. All right. Um, wow, charged with attempted murder. You're right. So, okay. Uh, all right. So now we're on the notable updates and arrest part of the podcast. Uh, so Daniel Kashabak Mira, or Dash Mira, was charged with second-degree murder and received a five-year manslaughter sentence in 2021 in Mayo, in a 2021 Mayo Yukon homicide. Uh, so the backstory: uh, Mayo RCMP responded to a report of an injured 38-year-old man at the health center on June January 10th. Uh, the 38-year-old male victim, whose identity is being withheld out of respect for the family, died of his injuries shortly after police arrival. 
Uh, Daniel Kashabak Mira from Mario was arrested later that day and was charged with second degree murder. And so the update from June 22nd, 2023, uh, Kashabak Mira uh, pleaded guilty to manslaughter earlier this year in relation to the homicide. As a result, the Yukon Supreme Court Chief Justice Suzanne Duncan accepted a joint submission from the Crown Defense seeking a five-year sentence, a year more than the man- mandatory minimum sentence for manslaughter using a firearm. Uh, according to an admission of facts, it was a failed drug deal that led to the fatal shooting. So, yeah, like, it's homicide uh, mm-hmm. and only five years for manslaughter. And let's face it, if you get five years, you're not going to serve all of it with no. well with good behavior. You can't guarantee you'll, you will have good behavior, but... Still, like, that's, like, you know, like, that's not a lot of time for, like, a homicide. So. No. Yeah. It seems and with a crazy. firearm, too. So, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it seems like, so crazy. I don't know. I guess maybe they got in a fight or something, but, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's, like, Canada seems to be, like, the, the, like the king of, like, low sentences for homicide. So. Yeah. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of Daniel Forrest Craig in the 2018 homicide of Joe Gauthier found in Victoria. Vancouver Island police responded to a report of a disturbance in the 1400 block of Hillside Avenue just before 5 a.m. Saturday, March 10th, 2018. Police arrived to find 35-year-old Joe Gauthier dead at the scene. The cause of death had not been released at this time, and police were tight-lipped regarding the case. In February 2020, Daniel Forrest Craig pleaded guilty to manslaughter in connection to the death. According to reports, he admitted to stabbing Gauthier in the heart before kicking him in the head uh, when he was lying on the ground. And on June 26, 2023, Greater Victoria Crime Stoppers announced that a Canada-wide warrant had been issued for the arrest of Daniel Forrest Craig and that he may be hiding out in the Victoria area. See, there we go. Okay. (laughs) That, like, they let him out, and now he's missing. So, was he, like, on bail, like, waiting sentencing then? I'm or? guessing. Like, yeah. It just seems weird. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, he ran. He's yeah. hiding. So, if you see him, please call 911 immediately. If you think you know where he may be and you want to tell police anonymous, anonymously, call 1-800-222-8477 to submit a tip online. Okay. Yeah, like... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. Like obviously, for homicide, a lot there. Like, and you never used to get bail often for homicide in Canada, but now it seems like pretty much that's the usual situation. All right. Uh, the next one, uh, the 1975 Nation River Lady case has been solved uh, thanks to advances in forensic science. The police have a name of the 1975 Jane Doe as 48-year-old Jewel uh, Lala Langford Nee Parchman. Uh, so OPP Ontario Provincial Police provide an update on the Langford case. Uh, def- Detective Inspector Daniel Nadeau of the OPP Criminal Investigation Branch said, thanks to, to advances in genetic genealogy science and the collective commitment of all the investigators involved, we have brought a resolution to the families and friends of this missing person and met with foul play. Uh, we can be satisfied with the results of this investigation and that we were able to return Jewel Langford's remains to her loved one. Uh, police have also identified a suspect, 81-year-old Rodney Nichols, a former rent Montreal resident living in Florida. According to police, Nichols and Langford knew each other. And then also, according to reports, Nichols was charged with murder uh, last year. However, the OPP did not announce it. Uh, Langford was originally from Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, According to the Jackson Post, she co-owned the Jackson Health Club and Imperial Health Spa with her then 
husband, Atlas Langford, in the early 70s. Um, they divorced and he traveled to Canada where police believe Lang Langford and Nichols path cross. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of interesting. I guess there must be some sort of DNA type thing in there and that. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. that's been happening a lot lately. It's yeah. It's really kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, interesting. Like that guy, like 75, like that's a long time ago. That's almost yeah. 50 years ago. So this guy, 81, he was probably early 30s maybe when he, uh, committed this crime well allegedly yeah. and um yeah they coming to justice like many years later so okay so there's an update salomon bashir has been charged with first degree murder in hamilton's fifth homicide of 2022 so here is the backstory hamilton police responded to a shooting in the area of king street east and dunsmere road at approximately 8 12 p.m on december 11th Police and paramedics arrived to find a man in his 20s suffering from gunshot injuries, and he was pronounced at the scene. He has been identified as 23-year-old Everton Frost from Hamilton, and at the time, police said they believed his death was targeted. So here is the update. Hamilton police announced on July 6th that they have arrested Salomon Bashir, 20, of Hamilton, and charged him with first-degree murder. Anyone with information on this murder is asked to contact Detective David Tushita of the homicide unit at 905-546-4123. Erica Blythe was charged with murder of a missing New Brunswick man, uh, and his name was Brandon Donnellan, and he was located deceased in 2022. Uh, so the backstory, New Brunswick RCMP Major Crime Unit located a body in a wooded area off the snowmobile trail between Minto and Chipman on uh, March 31st at approximately 7 p.m., uh, 2022. Uh, as a result of the investigation, the victim was identified as Brandon Donnellan of Minto. Uh, he was 27. He was reported missing on January 30th, 2022. Uh, his death was deemed a homicide. Uh, police executed a search warrant at a home on Wasson Road in New Scansel Creek near Minto on uh, April 4th. Uh, a woman was arrested at the scene of an unrelated matter and was later released pending a future court appearance. Uh, and so we have the update is that according to Global News in Brunswick and November 2017, uh, Donnellan was sentenced to 42 year months in prison for sexual assault and sexual interference involving a minor who was just 13 years old. Uh, police have not said if his history was a motive for the homicide. And then on June 21st, police executed a search warrant at a residence on Wasson Road in, in Newcastle Creek near Minto and arrested a 40-year-old at the scene. Uh, a 25-year-old man who was present in the residence was also arrested in, in, to, in relation to a Canada-wide warrant for a uh, parole violation. Uh, and then on June 22nd, a charge of first-degree murder was laid against Erica Blythe in Fredericton Provincial Court. Uh, she remains in custody as, and is scheduled to re reappear in court on September 6th. Uh, on June 29th, police arrested a 33-year-old man in connection with the investigation at a correctional facility in Dor Dorchester, where he's New Brunswick, where he's currently serving a federal sentence on an unrelated matter. Uh, on June 30th, uh, the charge of first-degree murder that was previously laid against Erica Blythe was withdrawn. A new charge of first-degree murder was laid against Erica Blythe and Joshua McIsaac. So, yeah, so that's an interesting one in the sense that, uh, yeah, what's the motive? And obviously it seems like the uh, the guy was a bad guy, the victim who sent, spent a fair amount yeah. of time in prison for sexual assault and sexual interference involving a minor who was just 13 years old. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Yeah. So, okay. But then also, like, I don't understand why they would withdraw a charge 
yeah, that and seems then charge her again. Yeah, it seems odd that they wouldn't just charge an additional charge for the n- the, n- the new person, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that maybe it's just weird housekeeping or something. I don't know. So Okay. Update. Three men have been arrested in relation to the 2021 homicide of Mohammed Abdirman in Mississauga. Peel police responded to reports of shots fired at Midway Boulevard and Columbus Road in Mississauga on September 22nd at approximately 8 p.m. Police located 24-year-old Mohammed Abdurman suffering from apparent gunshot wounds. Despite life-saving efforts, the victim was pronounced at the scene. Police believe the suspect fled in a vehicle, and investigators believe a food delivery driver was present at the time of the incident and are urging them to come forward. And the update that happened was on July 27th, homicide detectives arrested Nigel Gutu, 20 years old, from Stony Creek. He's been charged with first-degree murder. Partik Guman, 22, of Stony Creek. He's been charged with accessory after the fact murder. And Malachi Riley, 25, of Mississauga, has been charged with accessory after the fact to murder. So that's it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like a food delivery d- driver was present, possibly. And then, yeah. You, I don't know. You're doing your Uber Eats, and then yeah, you see a homicide? I don't know. That would be it, awful. It'd be pretty scary in that. So. Yeah. All right. So this was the June episode. Do you know what number that was, Tammy? Is that 30 39. 39. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so our website is homicidecanada.com, and we try to have a post for every homicide, and we also have pages for the provinces and major municipalities. Uh, our email is info at homicide.canada.com. Uh, tell us if you missed a murder in your municipality or province or if there's anything else you want to say. Our Twitter is homicide underscore Canada. Our DMs are always open. Usually we have like a, tw- uh, a tweet about most homicides. And also you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I would just search us at Homicide Canada on both of them, and then we should come up. So, yeah, until next time.